Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Sober, formerly known as Busy, formerly known as Busy Living Sober, now known as the Elizabeth Chance Podcast, and it's episode three thirty two. And I want to thank our sponsors at Soberlink. Imagine that you've just gotten sober. You're working your program, checking in with the recovery coach, maintaining your your employment, and thriving. Now imagine none of your closest friends or family believe that you're sober. So much trust is lost during our active addiction. And if it can, if it can be hard to convince, and it can be hard to convince loved ones that you're sober. I mean, I have so many people that are like, I swear I'm sober, but my family doesn't believe me. Well, you know who can help you? Soberlink can't. Soberlink has is a remote alcohol monitoring system, which is designed to help you sustain a sober lifestyle while, t- um, um, while enjoying life. And, um, they, um, they also help you rebuild your trust with your loved ones. It's small enough to fit in your purse or your pocket and discreet enough that you can even use it in public. Silverlink devices combine facial recognition, tamper detection, and real-time results. So friends and family know instantly that you're sober and working toward your recovery goals. As a certified recovery specialist myself, and Jeannie actually is too, I really can't think of a better tool to maintain accountability, strengthen community, and to prove sobriety to loved ones. Make 2023 a memorable one. Visit www.soberlink.com slash BLS to sign up to receive a $50 off your first device or your hopefully your only device. So go visit Soberlink. Thank you again, Soberlink. Okay, it's girl chat. I'm gonna call it girl chat. Jeannie is um been on the podcast. Girl chat. Girl chat. And Jeannie's been on this podcast many times. And for those of you that are new and never listened to Elizabeth Chance podcasts or ever listened to Busy Living Sober, Jeannie and I have known each other since we were um oh what? What we fifteen. Fifteen. Even though Trip was my first boyfriend in junior high. So I've known of you pretty much my whole life. Like I don't remember. Yes. And we um we've had many adventures, high school, college, post-college, marriages, kids, the whole nine sobriety, the whole nine yards. Oh how, yes, absolutely. How are you today? I'm great today. I'm happy to be here. What are we gonna talk about? Well, we're going to talk about lots of things. How's 2023 for you so far? 2023 is good. It's been kind of a bumpy start, but, um, you know, it's good. I'm grateful and I'm looking forward to this new year. Um, you know, I started this year single and I decided to take a little hiatus from dating. So... That's nice and also uncomfortable for me because, as you know, I love having a boyfriend. I love having someone in my life. But um, right now and after last year when I had my broken engagement, I decided to just be me and love me and work on myself and work on my career and just find myself and be selfish and do what I want to do. And it's so funny because I'm going to take these glasses up. Um, I think that 
we say it's selfish as in it's a bad thing, right? Because we're never taught right. growing up. Don't you think we were never taught like, it's okay to take care of yourself. No, it was like, you're being selfish. That's no. horrible. You're a horrible person. Right. Right. Um, you know, especially when we were young mothers, um, you know, I think now I see more, more moms taking care of themselves and going on girl trips and things like that. But I mean, my ex-husband, I remember I flew to, um, a friend of mine got married in New Jersey and she got married a little later in life. So I had three kids at home and I'll never forget. Like I went by myself. I was so excited to get away, to get out of the house. And my ex-husband was just like, he was just so perplexed that I wanted like a weekend alone. And then I was going to be okay having a weekend alone. And I ended up having a really great time, but I did, I did get some guilt trips when I got home, but I think it's important for, you know, for women, especially older women, um, like you and I, whose kids are older, you know, and we've, we've done the mom thing. We've raised our kids and it's time to like rediscover new things that we like to do. It's exactly it. And it's rediscovering ourselves. So it's so funny. Cause you know, I changed yep. the podcast name, which was so weird last week. I mean, going <laughs> online and being like, okay, I'm not going to be busy living sober. I'm just gonna be Elizabeth chance podcast. And then another friend said yesterday, like, oh, you should be take a chance with busy. And, you know, everybody has all these opinions. It's funny because I still want to talk about sobriety because that is the baseline. But it's um, when we're moms and we're at home. And I, I think that during COVID, thank God we were sober because I think a lot of people had a really hard time and today are still having a hard time coming out of that time of darkness and that time of being like, I mean, I can't imagine if we were moms right now, like I have to like give a, hey, a t- 10 high five to all those moms out there that had to homeschool. Oh my God. Can you imagine if we had to do that? Uh-uh. No, I mean, I did have, um, I did have two, two of my kids were actually still at home during COVID. And so you know, they were, they did their online school and I, my company that I was working for at the time completely shut down. We packed up our monitors and our docking stations and were sent home. So I was able to be home with them and sort of monitor their online learning. But, you know, they were, I guess, I guess Gracie was in seventh or eighth grade. And then Lizzie was in high school. So, you know, they weren't little, little that they, that I needed to sit down with them at their computer, you know, and make them sit and look at the teacher on the, you know, things like that. I, I had to give moms with little kids, huge prompts for that. Well, what was it? I mean, I, I can't imagine. And the stress, the stress is overwhelming, isn't it? It was, yes, it was stressful. And there were days like I had, 
uh, I, my internet was awful. And I lived at, at the time, my house was just one of those houses that was built in the late twenties. And it was literally built like a brick shit house. Right. So it was very solidly built and, you know, the Wi-Fi in my daughter's room upstairs didn't really translate to the sunroom downstairs where the modem was. And I had charter come out, you know, a couple times and they said, we just can't, you know, with all, with everyone working from home and the, you know, the lines just getting so jammed, like everybody was in this position but I do remember a couple of times when the internet was out or it was like tiling and the kids would, you know, come downstairs when I was working and say, mom, there's no internet. And I just remember being like, you know, there's nothing I can do, but email your teachers and apologize and tell them that I, you know, we had an internet issue. Cause it was kind of like, it was almost like the excuse when my dog ate my homework you know, it's but just, but it's so crazy because it's so crazy. It was crazy. It's so crazy. And then to think that, um, that you've, you don't know when it's going to end. It's like, how long is this going to go on? How long are we going to live in this state? And I mean, again, I always tell everybody I'm so blessed. I lived in, Florida. I mean, I moved to Florida before COVID, but, um, I'm lucky that I lived here because I think I would have gone crazy. For sure. And um, I want to get your take on this new sober curious movement that's out in the universe right now. What do you think about it? Sober curious. I, I love it. Um, You know, I think a lot of people are starting to look at alcohol differently, even though they don't have a problem with it. Um, you know, I have a, I have a lot of people that come up to me and they're like, you know, cause I'm ready to turn double nickels. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I'm turning 55 and they're like, you know, there may be like 35, 40 year old women. And they're like, how do you look so young? How does your skin glow? And I said, well, listen, I, well, first of all, I've been using Retin-A since I was 18. I've never basically stopped. And, um, uh, you know, I said, I'm, I, I don't drink and alcohol. I don't know if, if you've seen, you know, compare, compare like a 55 year old alcoholic pickled drinker like their skin it just alcohol ages you and it makes you feel like shit and you know I think for a lot of people a lot of moms like you know waking up the next day having to take care of your kids after a date night with your husband is you know misery oh being a hungover mom Right. Okay. Like even thinking about a hangover, because, you know, I have been hospitalized for hangover. I have, I am one of those people because I don't know if you remember this, but I was (laughs) drinking like one night, like I normally did. And I was at the bar and I was the weekend warrior and a binge queen, a queen, just like you. 
And so I went to the bar and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to have one dirty martini and then I'll have a glass of wine. And by then, though, you know, I'm feeling good. And then I'm just uh, like, right. Do you, do you want a sex on the beach? Do you want a mind eraser? <laughs> I'd be like, sure. <laughs> want a shot of Jack Daniels? Sure. Like, do you remember those days? And I would have those shots. I mean, today. Yes. Oh, my. And, and then tequila, which I'm, I'm going to get to that next. But. And I went to the hospital the next day because I couldn't stop throwing up. And I'm, I went to my sister. I'm like, oh, my God, Allison, there's something wrong with me. She's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, something I can't stop throwing up. She's like, what did you drink? And I'm like, mm, what didn't I drink? And I went to the hospital and they gave, right. me, and they gave me an ID. IV. ID. They gave me an IV. And, um, and now I have to tell you, I think it's so funny because I went to a wedding. I told you I was at this wedding and people were drinking, like ladies are now drinking straight up tequila. I'm like, what is that? Like, yeah, they they don't do the lick and and the bite and they just sip it. They sip it. Okay. But I can't, I can't see anything more miserable than sipping a tequila shot. It to me, it that's burned. Not... Didn't it burn? I, I it's been a long time, but I think it burned, yeah. didn't it? It burned really badly, didn't it? Oh, it burned so badly. And then, and so, then, yeah. And then you think, so all these people are drinking like these expensive tequilas, and the one thing that nobody talks about is like having a glass of wine is like having a piece of chocolate cake. That's the same calories. Exactly. I'd rather have two pieces of chocolate cake than one glass of wine. And are you going to feel bad Personally. the next day? Which sometimes maybe you will even have right. sugar, right? But you're not going to be like, where did I go? But the thing about the sober curious movement that I like, especially for the younger people, because I there's so many articles. Like there was one in the Washington Post recently about how younger people are embracing, you know, the sober curious movement and they are, you know, I wish I would have done this. They are navigating life with clarity. Right. And one thing I talked about this last night, cause I spoke, um, I spoke at an AA meeting that I go to and I said, I never had, with booze, I never had a legal issue. I never had a DUI, never got in a fight, you know, nothing legal. Um, I never had a health issue. I've never had elevated liver enzymes. I mean, my face was bloated, like uh, it was awful. Um, but never had a health issue with alcohol, never was hospitalized for like DTs or anything like that. But one thing that alcohol did is it prompted me, it fogged my brain and I made the worst life choices. And some of those choices you and I made together, some really awful ones. And, you know, one, it, it, well, first of all, I picked, I mean, you know, my taste in men back then was just awful. I mean, find the most broken guy. Oh, he's a drug dealer. Oh, God, he's my new boyfriend. You know, it's like, 
I was attracted to the bad boys. I wanted, that's what I wanted. I, I couldn't, I couldn't make a good decision to save my life. And I couldn't think through a decision. I was very impulsive and that's how I made my decisions. And that is, I believe, maybe 5% of my upbringing, 95% alcohol, right? Because even though I didn't drink every day, even though I didn't wake up and reach under the bed and take a sip of vodka, I could go for 10 days without drinking. But when I, when I drank, it was bad. But that mindset stays with you because you're not sober. Even even if you have a two-week period where you don't ingest any alcohol in your body, you're still in that brain fog. You're still in that mentality of just spinning, spinning, spinning. You see what I mean? Oh, completely. Completely. Yeah. It, it is, it is, um, it's really interesting, you know, you're talking about this because, because I'm, you know, I, I, I still like to go out, right. I, st- and you go out too. We both go out to bars. We both go out to different concerts. It's, it's, it's all that sort of thing. And the other night I went out and there was drama in this bar between adult people. And I looked over at this drama (laughs) and I'm like, oh my God. And the drama that I used to have in my life that, excuse me, I do not have anymore is just amazing. Like I used to, like, I used to go crazy. Like, I'm going to give you an example. Like my car got stolen. Okay. We're going to talk about that for a minute. My car got stolen. So I went and watched the Eagles game, which back in the day, even though, and I even talked to Jeannie about this all the time because Jeannie and I used to watch football because the guys liked to watch it and we never knew what was going on. And I even got a Redskins cast. Remember now I'm dating us because they want because the Redskins won the Super Bowl in 1992, but (laughs) We were in college and I had no idea, but we went and I went with JF to this bar down the street. There's this drama going on, but I looked down, I saw my car. I came home. We went to bed. We got up the next morning at eight o'clock. I go downstairs and JF and I both look at each other. We're like, where's the car? The car. The car's gone. The car's gone. Luckily I have the, I pay for that GPS you can have on the car. I paid the extra money because it did locate my car and I got it back right away. But the drama that I could have ensued in, I mean, it was exhausting because I had to go drive to some place and get it and do the whole deal with the police. Thank you for the Florida police because they did go to get it. But my old behavior would have been screaming and yelling and stomping my feet. And where does this person get off? And I have to tell you, the weirdest thing is I like, I'm praying for that person. Like, I hope that that person is okay. Uh-huh. Cause why would you, if you're that sad or sick and you don't have what you need and you have to steal somebody else's thing, like that makes me sad, you know? And that would have never been my way of right. thinking. Would it have been yours? No, I would have absolutely spiraled out of control. And you and been, been paralyzed by you know, when I was drinking, I, if something like that happened, I would just be paralyzed with fear and indecisiveness and just not knowing how to handle it. Not knowing that like the first thing you do, unless you live in the city of St. Louis is call the police. 
Um, and that's kind of a joke around here because you call the city cops in St. Louis and report a stolen car, they laugh in your face. Um, but yeah, I just didn't have, I, I didn't have the capacity to deal with everyday things. You know, I remember when my dishwasher crapped out and it was like brand new. And I just, I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know where to start. And uh, people don't, people that are not alcoholics don't understand that. They're like, that is crazy talk. That's insane. What do you mean you don't know what to do? But in my head, I just spiraled like, how much is this going to cost? What if they don't fix it? What if they don't, what if, what if, what if? And I, I never lived in a, in the solution of it. Like you knew exactly what to do with your car. Like you, you got on your computer, you found it with your GPS thing and, and called the police. See, but had you been drinking, you would have probably gone on a major tirade and dropped a bunch of F-bombs and, you know, not been able to handle it. It's so true. And I know that, and I'm not going to divulge much information, but I know that like things are not the easiest right now for you that you're going through. And there's a lot of stuff that we, in, in, in the program we're in, they say, you know, we're powerless over, right? There's so many things you're powerless over that produce all this fear, right? And how are you handling it? Um, I have such a strong faith, um, that things are going to work out. Um, and it's also a lot of acceptance, you know, um, you know, page 417 of the big book, like you need to accept what is, I, I, I can't quote it. I'm not that good. Um, but um, I lost my train of thought. You know, I have a great group of um, AA friends. I have a great tribe behind me. I have you. I have my sister. God bless her. And I just, you know, we're going to get through it. We're going to navigate through it. And I know that you know, me picking up a drink, me making a cocktail for myself is not going to, it's not going to solve anything. It's just going to spiral it out of control because I don't, I'm not good at sitting with my emotions. I never have. And that's why I started drinking at age 13 when I started having real feelings about things. And when I went through puberty, I'm like, this sucks. Um, you know, but, um, I think just the faith and hope that, you know, it's going to work out like this too shall pass. It's so interesting because I, when you were just saying that I was thinking to myself, when you were talking about talking to me and talking to your sister, you know, back in the day, there weren't therapists, like when our mothers were growing up and even when we were growing mm -hmm. up, nobody went to a therapist, right? Do you know what you had back then? a best friend. So like, I remember my mom's best friend. You remember your mom's best friend. They would call each other every day. They'd be on the phone with each other all the time and telling each other all their ins and outs of their lives. Right. Yeah. And now 
we think we need a therapist, but I know for myself personally, I'm just going to say it's a lot of money to see a therapist all the time. And I'm already paying for all the rest of this stuff that I have. You know, you need gas and food and heat and air conditioning. It's a lot, right? So I am like, I can't afford to pay $250. And then I called one of those, not to say anything's wrong with BetterHelp. I've never tried it. My daughter loves it. But I called them and I was like, do you know who... um, do you know who Nancy Pelosi is? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, you don't know who Nancy Pelosi is? Do you know who Kim Kardashian is? And she was like, yeah, I know who Kim Kardashian is. And I'm like, wait a minute, you don't know? She goes, well, Kim Kardashian's in the news all the time. No, I said, do you know who the Speaker of the House was? I didn't say Nancy Pelosi. I said, do you know who the Speaker of the House was? And she was like, no, I don't know who the Speaker of the House is. And I'm like, okay, do you know Kim Kardashian? And she's like, yeah, I totally know. She's all over the news. And I'm like, and Nancy Pelosi isn't. So I was, so that was also, I was like, this is unrelated. I can't be with somebody who doesn't know. Like, that's the one thing. No, no, I just, it wasn't going to be relatable. So having girlfriends right now is so important. And it's like, I was saying to you, you know, the other day I said, you know, Jeannie, it's so funny because we've been friends for whatever. I'm not going to put a number on it, but it could be like 40 years, (laughs) 40 years, four decades. That's That's a lot. That's a lot. My kids aren't even 40 years old. Oh my God, that's a lot. I haven't known Jay up that long. I mean, it's like so crazy, 40 years. And we've been through all this stuff. And, but we go through times where we don't talk. And then we like, we'll even go, we've gone years without talking. And then we come back and we talk again. And then we visit. And, and it's so important to have these relationships. And you're like a sister. I'm like, I love you more than I love my sisters. We already know that. I'm sorry to my sisters, but <laughs> my blood sisters, because I have nothing in common with them whatsoever. But it's like, you're my sister. Like I pick my friends. It's like, and when I was talking to another friend of mine yesterday, the other day, she was like, she was dealing with this drama or something. And I said, oh my God, if I'm going to deal with drama, I'm going to go deal with my family of origin. Okay. Let's right. face it. I'm not going to go deal with these other people. But, um, having friends is hard. It's, it's hard to really make friends. These, I think people have a hard time. I have not had the luck that you have so far with the, um, like in the program friends. Cause I don't have a ton of people, friends in the program whatsoever. Did I lose you? Well, I no, I'm here. Okay. Um, I think I, I think I lucked out. Like I, uh, with my group of friends because I've been going to this meeting ever since I first started getting sober in 2009 and I've just met literally, sorry, that's my dryer. It's okay. It's cute. I like the song. It sings a little, it plays a little song. Um, but you know, I've been going to the same meeting since I first got sober in 2009 and some of the same women are in that room. Um, And one thing about meeting people in AA is when I first got sober, I would walk in the rooms at meetings and I'd be like, I have nothing in common with her. I have nothing in common with her. So I can't go to this meeting. I can't be friends with these people. Um, You know, they don't have kids or they're not divorced. They don't know what it's like or, you know, whatever, whatever it would be, I would look for the differences in everybody. And I've learned to embrace um, friendships with people that normally I wouldn't be friends with, you know, like one of my best, best friends, Jen, um, 
I mean, she and I, our paths would have never crossed had it been for AA. Like she's an attorney. She lives downtown. You know, she has a boyfriend. Her kids go to um, private school. So it's not like it's that's our only connection. You know, and I'm really grateful for that. And I, I mean, I have friends outside the program, of course, you know, you have to, um, but I don't see them obviously as much as I see my, you know, sober peeps. But with this new sober curious, and I'm getting to the half hour, I think I'm over now, but um, getting to this sober curious group with them, it's going to be interesting. Because they aren't mm-hmm. necessarily going to go to a 12-step room to be like, I, because no. it has such that horrible connotation. And it's, I think that it has changed a lot since I got sober 17 years ago. But I, um, so they're not going to do that. So what do you say for them to do? Like, what's your advice? Well, I mean, if, if you're, if you're sober curious and, you know, maybe think that you don't have a problem with alcohol, but you just want to give up alcohol for, um, your health, let's say. Um, because I don't know if you know this, but you know this about alcohol. I mean, they're starting to put, you know, warnings about the link between cancer and alcohol on labels in Ireland, which is like where, probably one in two people are alcoholics, you know, um, alcohol causes cancer, alcohol causes diseases, um, alcohol causes bad choices to bring you to, to, um, certain things. Um, so what I have found honestly is I've found a huge, sober, curious, sober, women's uh, community on Instagram. And, you know, these, a lot of these women don't have a problem with alcohol, but they're embracing sobriety, you know, and they have each other's backs and they high five each other and they support each other. I think, I think as women, sometimes we, um, we are very judgmental of other women and other women's bodies and other women's faces. And, um, I think just, you know, if you're sober curious and looking for a community, just, you know, get on, get on Instagram, get on Facebook. There's tons of, you know, I know around St. Louis, they, they have these, um, these sans bar, um, you know, pop-ups where they make like really fun drinks. Like you had at your wedding, like the fun mocktails. Um, and for some people who will drink it there, they have been making, and I've tried it. It's pretty good, but it's honestly kind of a trigger for me. So I don't really drink it a lot, but there is a company now called ritual. Um, maybe, you could sponsor us ritual um, that literally it's the most bizarre thing. It's zero proof spirits. So I had a, I had a mocktail one night, no kidding. And it was made with um, zero proof tequila. And 
it tasted like tequila. It didn't give you the buzz of tequila, but I could taste that. And I was like, you know, I, I kind of, it took me back. It, it took me aback for a second. Cause I thought, you know, maybe I shouldn't be drinking this, but I'm like, it's got no alcohol in it. Now, would I make a, would I make a habit of it? No, but I might try it again when I went out. Cause it was good, but it was made with like, you know, cayenne pepper. And I read, you know, I asked the bartender what the ingredients were like vinegar, fermented vinegar. It sounds disgusting, but you know, Hey, if people want, I think, I think companies like that who are putting out zero proof, um, alcohol, I think is a good alternative, especially for people that don't have a problem with alcohol. Okay. Because Uh back in the day, like, you know, like O'Doul's has traces of alcohol in it. So I've heard people in meetings say, well, I drank 20 O'Doul's hoping to get a buzz. Well, I know, right? Like, well, why not just drink a Budweiser? But, um, you know, I think there's a lot more alternatives than um, well, like when you first got sober, you know, because like the whole mocktail thing. And you You know, know I used to make them all the time. I used to be on live. I used to be live making mocktails. Thirsty Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, which maybe have to come back. Maybe we should do this and we could do, we could have our Thursday. This is like now we're brainstorming while we, we're not going to bore everybody with our brainstorm. We're going to brainstorm afterwards, but I'm so excited to tell everybody this. So I have an announcement. Jeannie's going to come on once a month, at least starting out now for 2023. I'm so excited that she said yes. And so we're going to have girl talk at least once a month. We're going to throw it out there for once a month. We might make it twice a month, depending on what you guys think, if you like hearing what it, so if you like what we're doing here with having old girlfriends chatting about what it's like to live sober, reach out to me at Elizabeth at elizabethchance.com and Elizabeth spelled with a Z E L I Z A B E T H at elizabethchance.com. <laughs> and um, tell us what your thoughts are. Because if you like what we're doing, we'll do more than once a month. But I'm so excited because we just were like, I feel like we're just at this pinnacle point. And I'm like, oh my God, we're going to keep going. We're going to talk about mocktails. We're going to talk about raising kids. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about all this crazy stuff that we all deal with being sober and um, what it's like to live life on life's terms. And um, I love you so much. Thank you for saying yes. I love you too. Thank love you. you. Love you. Thanks okay. everybody for listening. Thank you everybody. If you like what we have to say, please subscribe. Please subscribe. All right. Take care until next time. Stay happy. Have some fun. Bye. <laughs>